0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to another exquisite episode of the DaddyGate Podcast, which is homegrown here in the sunny climes of Florida. I am joined today by my beautiful and adorable kitty cat co-host, Chansey Poo. How you doing? Go. dude, I'm doing exquisite, my man. We are recording later in the week, but many things have transpired. And here we are. I know we promised on the last episode that we were going to be doing a year in review. And we will get into that. But some things have happened, Mr. Chansey-Poo. Can you tell us what has been going on, all things Daddygate, in your neck of the woods?
1: No. I am under legal instruction not to say a thing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How how atwood is that? (laughs) We had... uh, some copyright strikes coming my way. Uh, One copyright strike, actually, and a defamation strike. Uh, It followed up with a defamation strike after I attempted to reach out to the person to see if they would come to an agreement. But some people just don't like to do business that way. So, no, I got a copyright strike. I can't really say too much about it because it's pulled me into a legal situation. The defamation strike probably came in about two days or three days after that. Maybe it was a little bit longer than that, but the the defamation doesn't actually give me an actual strike against the channel, but it does restrict the view of the video in the United Kingdom, so you can only see it in 193 countries now. So that's unfortunate, but yeah, it's still on the channel. You can also hit the Odyssey link down below in the description where you can watch the video there. I completely disagree with the assertion that it is defamatory in any way, YouTube is not in a position to decide whether something is defamatory. It's not a courtroom. I certainly don't believe that that video is defamation. But as I say, it's still up. It's still on YouTube. It's just not visible to the UK UK audience. So that's kind of what's happened. I don't really want to, as I say, get into it too much. But it does just feel like attacks are sort of rolling in a little bit thick and fast now, you know. So it's all part of the game. It's all part of having a channel and pissing people off with what you talk about it's guaranteed to happen some people as I say they just don't like to play sport the same way as the opposing team so I think we mentioned previously possibly in the last episode that sportsmanship has gone down the drain or that might have been our dry run for this one when we were discussing that because we did actually we actually had another episode that we were in the middle of recording before this all this stuff came up and we decided just to re-record
0: and go with this one didn't we yeah that's exactly it new hot developments came through and so we had to adjust accordingly yeah it's it's kind of a big joke the whole defamation thing especially when facts are involved and whole truths are being told how can that be defamation but this is the age we are living in unfortunately and so it got to roll with the punches and I guess to kind of touch more a little bit on that base anyways, this is why it's important for you guys. You guys are more than free. We've said this over and over again that you guys are more than free and welcome to download our content and put it on your YouTube channels. You don't need to have a hundred or a thousand subs to do this. Uh, we got to keep Daddy Gate alive. And so, one way each and one of you guys listening to do that and be part of it and take an active role, not just be someone listening in the in the crowd, is to download the content, download the videos, and put them up on your channels. Uh, because it's it's a concerted effort to try to silence uh, the truth, the real truth that we all know, and. We, we have been discussing about how these revisionist tactics have been taking place, and we can't allow that to happen at all. So we got to keep the truth alive. And one way to do that is to just simply download the videos and share them on your channels.
1: All you need to do is Google a YouTube downloader and you paste the link in and you'll be able to download the file. Uh, and you're more than welcome to do that with any of our content. You get my content on odyssey as well the copyright struck video was the one where i covered the q a with sean atwood when mohammed butt phoned in and it was it was really doing quite well that video was i think it was at eleven thousand views in yeah. like two and a half days when it got cut down so it got cut down in its prime it was actually starting to rocket which was unfortunate but you know this is the game we play but you are free of course to watch that on other platforms such as brand YouTube, uh, which i'll put a link down below as well shout out to mohammed Butt for lifting the limit on uploads there for me and also on odyssey as i say if you are wanting to mirror this content as truthy just said it's absolutely fine to do that go ahead and do it it's fine mirror it or cut it up, chop it up into little pieces, do anything with it. It doesn't really matter. We don't care, but you're more than welcome to re-upload the entire thing in its entirety if you want to. But just bear in mind, it has been copyright struck. Uh, I know some people have re-uploaded it and that is massively appreciated. So huge thanks to those people. I'm not sure if I want to mention them in case they start getting targeted. Maybe you'll know better.
0: We will give them a shout out. Uh, Shout out to Uncle Bobby. Some of you may be familiar with Uncle Bobby. So massive shout out. And Mr. Chris, they have a channel called The Honest Truth. And we will put a link in the description for them. One of the ones that really, really stepped up and started downloading uh, or downloading the material and uploading it. And they have been targeted now as well, but they will be fighting it. And anyone else... Wanting to do that, we have your back. This is, again, a concerted effort into trying to silence the damn truth at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the honest truth. And Uncle Bobby and Chris, massive thanks to them. I wasn't sure because since we last recorded, we actually recorded, we gave them a shout out last time before they actually were in touch about this. But since then, they have unfortunately suffered a copyright strike by uploading... My content, not content stuck by me. Only I should really be the one that has the right to copyright strike my actual videos. But with a bit of luck, this will be reinstated. It certainly should be reinstated. It's totally fair use. But yeah, we'll put a link to the honest truth down below. They've actually uploaded some of our content, other content as well, because as you know, we're kind of getting targeted. So there's a few videos of ours and live streams that we did or episodes that we did on the Daddygate podcast on this channel. So it's always good that people are re-uploading these things because they need to be preserved because it doesn't look like people are here forever on YouTube. So it's always good if there's a A backup of things that of videos that have been made previously I mean think of all those videos that have been lost on channels so backing things up is super important so if you can do it feel free to do it but of course be aware that copyright strikes are getting not just put against me not just put against Truthy but put against anyone who actually uploads uh, material that certain people don't like
0: yeah that's exactly it yeah so moving along So we now know that Mr. Atwood's content was recently removed from BNT. Pretty huge developments, pretty recent developments as well. Uh, What can you expand on that, Mr. Chansey Poo? Yeah, well, first
1: thing I will say is just in case people are wondering why the sound is slightly, slightly rustic, it's because you're kind of out and about out and about at the moment aren't you so it's uh, it's got the the sound of the wind in the background and stuff like that but people always understand uh, these things but They'll yeah man because-
0: they better understand because i chase alligators on my on my runs god damn it
1: exactly i've seen the proof yeah
0: <laughs> so i just send you that video i went for a little run yes little baby alligator was on the trail and i just chased that mouth out I'm surprised uh, you didn't
1: pick it up. You ever picked one of those bad boys up and stuck it, it to your nipple? It's,
0: it's a criminal offense to touch alligators touched out them. here. Okay. So I don't want to be one of those dumbasses that commit crimes on tape. And then
1: yeah, and then post it charge
0: for? It. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, yeah. let me take a selfie. I just touched an alligator. <laughs> Cell but, phoning. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so excuse the sound. That is the sound of a hard man at work, as you will. So, so uh the brand YouTube situation is a recent development
1: for Sean. It was after his appearance on a live stream where they did a Q&A. And obviously, as everyone probably now knows, if you listen to this show, if not, obviously link in brand YouTube in, in the description to my video on the topic. But the situation expanded after Mohammed, Butt, the CEO of BNT, phoned in and challenged Sean on a couple of statements that he's been making and we all know what atwood's been doing he's been doing the rounds and publicly insinuating is the most charitable way i can put it but publicly strongly insinuating that brand youtube told him to say that he took advantage of a trafficked vulnerable woman and made her deal with her abuse he's basically saying that the only reason he said that was because brand youtube made him say that they promised him his job back if he said that now mohammed but phoned in and was like well to be perfectly honest i wasn't aware that you were going to say that you took advantage of a trafficked vulnerable woman and made her recreate her abuse so any offer to have your job back kind of gets reconsidered at that point uh you can't just say anything you know mohammed's point is i told sean would just to tell him the truth and that everything would be okay normally that is the case but when the truth is that you took advantage of a trafficked vulnerable person and made them recreate their abuse there's obviously going to be some sort of consequence to that and atwood is going around saying he was tricked by brand youtube and so forth. mr but there's that defamation. that
0: word again yeah although the whole And he had been saying that for a while. He even mentioned it on the True Jordy podcast, which, you know, is bordering on nearly a million views by now. And that is straight up slander and BS defamation, real defamation right there. And for him to think that by having Miss Diamond on a phone call to corroborate his stories, right after she had already said that, or he had already said that, she's basically not to be uh trusted she just plays around a lot she's living in the woods skinning cats making coats all that nonsense uh you know she just that's all she does she just takes the piss if you will Mm -hmm. and then she's called upon to be a key witness in this verbal exchange completely laughable completely hilarious and it's not hard to tell who's telling the truth and who is making things up now on your video that has been challenged. You you know, it was a great video, by the way, and it's still on Odyssey. So check it out. And um, you made clicking sounds while Sean was talking to uh, Mr. Butt, making clicking sounds, insinuating that he was already texting Ms. Diamond and trying to get the script ready. On the go, uh, the whole thing was comical, man, from top to bottom.
1: Yeah, and that was the intention of it. You know, it was a the intention of the video was for comedic purposes and of, of course reporting on the situation. It didn't challenge the original work in any way, shape, or form. It was a totally different product, so to speak. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a good yeah. video to make. And there, there's a few little errors in it here and there that are, with editing and stuff like that. But you know, that's all part of the fun. But <laughs> Atwood was clearly texting, of course that is just my opinion but he was clearly yeah. texting, he was looking down uh, all the time you know, looking down to the right all the time while he was speaking to Mohammed, uh, saying I'm just going to contact Kylie I'm not giving her any advance notice, I guarantee she will answer the phone, she doesn't have any idea that I'm going to phone her uh, while he's te- clearly texting um, so yeah, I didn't know the clicks but to take to take Kali Diamond on as a witness and not let's even forget that it's Kali Diamond, right? Let's forget that it's Kali. To take to, to say that, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong right now by phoning somebody who is going to tell you that they heard what I said. You know? Like it doesn't that is not that does not work. And Mohammed, you could clearly hear that he wasn't going to fall for that because he's not enamored by Sean Atwood. He's not somebody that's sitting there watching Sean Atwood and seeing 700,000 views or whatever it is now or subscribers or whatever it is now. You know, he's not in the audience where people are so willing to sort of crawl and act like sycophants to people. Wow, he's got so many subscribers. I'm going to defend him in the comments, you know. (laughs) Mohammed's just like, no, this guy's... This guy's, in Mohammed's opinion, this guy's going around defaming me, defaming the company on videos, which, as you say, are nearing a million views. That uh, true Jardy video's got almost seven hundred and fifty thousand views on it, and he's mentioned brand YouTube by innuendo, as Mohammed correctly said, he didn't name the company, but it makes no difference. Uh, You can't just describe a company that everyone knows who you're talking about. You know, you need to, you need to show evidence that you actually were told to, you actually were lied to. You can't go around saying that these people lied to you without any evidence of it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pathetic, man. And as the owner of a company, he had every right to ask for a retractment of what he had been saying. And he's got to defend his business at the end of the day. And it's just comical coming from someone who, you know, way back in December through Cali sent me that ridiculous voicemail now known throughout the world of Daddy Gate where he's like, any channels called me a snitch or a pedophile <laughs> without any paperwork. This is the same guy who, again, projection, has no problem doing it with anyone else, let alone a company like brand new Tube. And it's just continuous nonsense after nonsense after nonsense.
1: Yeah, and as you say, Mohammed had every right to ask for a retraction. He actually had a duty to ask for a retraction, but it seemed like he was holding his tongue because that would have done it on two or three different podcasts by this point, as far as I can remember, with this one that he was on possibly, I think, being the third one. Mohammed yeah. then phoned in and Mohammed did just ask for a retraction. He said, This is not true. I'm making my point clear that what you're saying is not true and I would like you to retract your statement. Mm-hmm. Are you going to retract your statement? That is the fairest possible thing that you could do, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Mr. Atwood came back and said, You're just trying to set me up, so I'm gonna get sued in court. I'm not falling for that trick, which isn't a very smart <laughs> thing to say. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. It- it just exuded nothing but guilt. And (laughs) again, like I said, it's just, it was clear watching the, the exchange between the two, it was clear as day who was telling the truth and who was not telling the truth, who was sure about what they were saying and who was unsure and thus needing to formulate something on the fly to try to make it somewhat believable. And that too also failed. Um, so that's I don't know you got any other thoughts on that little
1: yeah so so after so after all this you kind of thought that the carnage had kind of cleared up and well that's that we'd got away with some other ridiculous bullshit again that you can't really you're not really supposed to be getting away with in the real world but there you go you know but Mohammed actually clarified things further on Brand YouTube. He actually said, "Now, if you remember during the interview, Sean said, Mohammed, 'Mohammed, I've treated you like nothing but a gentleman.' For example, here's a text message that I sent you uh, just just the other just the other week, there, saying that I was going to bring the public to Brand YouTube, as if Sean Atwood has any sway whatsoever with the public." Um, and Mohammed actually clarified in a statement. He said, "This is. I'll read. I'll read out some of Mohammed's statement here. He's got it on Brand YouTube." on the video we could actually put a link to the video uh down below as well in the interest of fairness we'll link to brand youtube's video and you'll see the conversation that we're talking about now in the comments there Mohammed put a statement and it says sean atwood did text me offering to bring viewers over to bnt if youtube ban him i completely ignored it and in fact authorized the removal of all his videos from said bnt channel yeah <laughs> Why? Which, because they are not sloppy seconds, man. <laughs> exactly. So that's exactly what Mohammed said. He said this was a clear message back to him that BNT is not some sloppy seconds platform. No. And the content after re- reviewing his videos was not acceptable material for BNT. And that's right in a way because Atwood only wanted to go to BNT after he'd been banned. You know, He didn't. Sh- he-, he had his Sonia and Sean show, which was doing extremely well, actually. Then he screwed all that up through his own actions, no matter how much he wants to blame it on other people. And then he kind of disappeared off BNT and never never shouted BNT out, never said, you know, you can still catch me on BNT. Never did anything which would have been within the realms of good sportsmanship, you know, uh, and yeah. keeping his options open and not burning his bridges, etc. He just kind of ditched BNT and now when he got banned by YouTube and then unbanned and then banned again and then unbanned again, he tried to go back to, he really tried to get in touch with Muhammad, but Muhammad actually said, he said, Atwood had contacted me. It said, "Sean Atwood has tried communicating me, communicating with me on a number of occasions without success. I have my reasons for not entertaining him." So Atwood's been trying to get in touch with Mohammed for ages, and uh, and Mohammed's just been ignoring him. Yet he reads out a text message saying, "Look, I've treated you like nothing but a gentleman, Mohammed." Leaving out the fact that Mohammed ignored that message and had been ignoring him by the sounds of things for months, and then proceeded to delete all his videos off his burn YouTube channel after saying that he took a look at them and decided they weren't appropriate material for BNT. I don't know what kind of videos Sean Atwood had up there. Maybe that is maybe that is what Mohammed was thinking, or maybe Mohammed just thought, "Get out of here." You know, I don't know, but. Mohammed says that he didn't agree with, uh, with with the material that was on BNT, and he even put out an explicit legal threat. He said, Brand YouTube, the company, and myself are now considering taking legal action against Sean Atwood, YouTube, and the Geordie podcast. Uh, it says, Unless certain conditions set out by Brand YouTube and myself are met by said parties, proceedings will follow. So that's an explicit legal threat, whether that goes anywhere or not. Different story, Uh, you know, whether this is an actual legal threat or not, but that is a legal threat, whether it's a a threat that's gonna be backed up by action, who knows? I'd love to know what they've asked Atwood to do. Nothing less than a public retraction on his channel would suffice for me, personally, after all this hassle that he's, you know, that he's gonna put everyone through now. But we'll, we'll see. If you suddenly see an apology from Sean Atwood in a attraction on his channel, then you'll know that uh, Brian YouTube's legal threat made it to Sean Atwood's desk.
0: Yeah, yeah. A developing story, to say the least. Well, as promised, did cover a couple of the important nuances that have occurred. Uh, but as promised, from the last week's episode, we were going to do a year-in-review happy Dedicate anniversary, Mr. Chancer. How are you feeling?
1: <laughs> Happy Dedicate anniversary, yes, it has. It's been over one year now, hasn't it? For I think my channel was set up on the 9th of September, or the 8th of September, 2020. And I feel like I'm five years older at least. It feels like it's been a long-ass time since we since we actually started this. There's been so many trials and tribulations so many different human dramas there's a whole shakespearean play that you could write about the sort of interpersonal relationships and the breakdowns and the the making ups and the falling outs and all the stuff and the sex scandals and the pretend sex scandals and it just i feel like a completely different person now than i was when i started i don't know about you
0: yeah man like it's hard to believe that It's been a year because, like you said, it does feel a lot longer. But it's been a roller coaster of bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
1: There's
0: there's been highs, there's been lows, uh, all that stuff mixed in. Uh, And I want to congratulate you, man, to have what bordering on eleven and a half thousand subs is quite an accomplishment that very, very, very few YouTubers have accomplished. And that's not just blowing smoke up your uh, kitty litter box. That is a damn fact. Um, it's it, tremendous, man. It's it, And it's an honor to have you as a friend, man. That was That's been another positive thing. I know we focus on a lot of the negativity. And that's our job, to expose it, let people know what's up. But some of the more positive things, aspects that have come out of this entire saga if you will have been the friendships formed and uh the friendship that i have with you uh shout out to missy she's been freaking awesome uh everyone everyone uh involved you guys have been instrumental and have helped us really to keep going um if you guys weren't listening if you guys weren't receptive to the material that we were putting out we wouldn't be here um Maybe we would because we enjoy this stuff, but maybe not as frequent or with the same amount of fervor. And you guys give us that energy. But uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been awesome to get to know someone like yourself, Chancer. Uh, I feel like I've said this before, but I truly mean it, man. You're you're a true homie, and we've been communicating pretty much every day for. Who knows how long? And I guess for those that have tuned into Daddy Gay a little late, I guess we can kind of recap a little bit of how we met and uh, some of the major footnotes that have happened. And uh, for all those people wanting more, definitely go back to episode one and that and watch all the episodes. You can watch them here on YouTube, or you may be listening to this on your favorite podcast player, uh, wherever you may. Maybe or whatever your preference choice. Check them out, but um, I had done my first episode in September, and I had followed Sean, you know, mostly for the for the J Epps material, which is no longer available. Uh, but I followed. I was trying to get news and information on on that genre. I I really I was really intrigued by the whole thing. I didn't know at the time that Mr. Atwood was just simply reading off three, four, five-day-old Daily <laughs> Mail articles, but uh, it was an it was an avenue of information, uh, nonetheless. And That's then, a lesson,
1: a lesson to learn as well, isn't it? The the people yeah. that we watch. I mean, I used to love Sean Atwood as well. Uh, that almost sounds horrible to say, but I really did. I used to really enjoy Sean. I used to really enjoy tuning into Sean Atwood which is so sad now you know it's like god damn man you fucked up big time there shawnee body but i uh, really did enjoy tuning into him and you're just you're listening to him and you're hearing what you're saying and he's saying you know we're exposing this we're exposing that you just and you just go along with it you know and it kind of that is one thing that does in fact sharpen up your critical thinking skills because you realize not to just be a sort of couch potato and sit in front of something and just listen and believe Actually, Atwood, all he was doing was just reading articles, it's just, it's the classic grift, but eye-opening when you figure it out, isn't it, when the the allure disappears from someone and you realise that this is not anything, like, he's not exposing Jeffrey Epstein in the slightest, it's just, this is all just stuff that's known about to the public already.
0: Yeah, well, it's just like Ms. Diamond used to tell me all the time, and maybe through Atwood, it's all about the clicks, baby. Mm-hmm. That was something that was repeated to me by Miss Diamond, uh, but again, it could have been Sean this whole time using her accounts. Who knows? But that was that was the biggest thing. It's all about the clicks. It's all about the clicks. And as we've seen these podcast wars and all these other things, I mean, maybe that's what it's always been. It's all it's always been about the clicks. Who knows? But uh, yeah, just to just to kind of, uh, reminisce a little bit. I did that. I did my first episode. Um, I only had a f- about six subscribers on YouTube at the time I had already done. I had already my podcast in place and I just did a YouTube channel just to kind of, um, enhance the, the podcast, if you will. Uh, you know, Maybe give it a little more, an, another avenue for reach, I suppose. And when I started finding out about the whole Daddygate situation, I was, and this was my bad. I, I had Sean, as you were speaking about him, I had him on a pedestal, uh, really as a respectable man, bringing the truth, quote unquote, and when I started looking into DaddyGate, the whole story didn't make sense then, just as bad as it doesn't make any any semblance of sense today. But I did a video just put pouring my emotions. And I didn't realize that I was gonna get, what, 300, 400 views overnight. And I went from six subscribers to about 40 or 50. And that was pretty much the start. And even on that first video, you had made a comment on it, and that's how I first got wind of you, Mr. Chancy Poo. Tell us about your first video, your, your first Daddy Gate video.
1: It was very similar, actually, to, to what to what you just said there, and also you're correct in pointing out there has been so many positive things. Our friendship has been one of the positive things that's come out of Daddy Gate, and there has been so many other positive relationships with people who have. You do, you do learn that there are a lot of solid people in the world even though you have to go through quite a lot of rough lessons before you know getting there but at one point i was losing faith in humanity during all this but my faith in humanity is fully restored based on all the amazing people that we've got supporting us at the moment and who have been steadfast in their support from the beginning and new people that are coming to the scene etc but My video initially, my first ever YouTube video was about DaddyGate. It was basically, I was in the comments of various channels of people that are figureheads within the DaddyGate community and couldn't find anywhere that was putting everything together. Because what happened was with me is I was basically in the comments of Sean Atwood's channel, demanding answers from him. And this was before he went on his total block spree. He wasn't really blocking people up until one day when I realized I'd been blocked by him after asking him questions like, what is, why is this woman in your house? Why did this woman try and kill herself? What are these naked photos? Do you know what I mean? Like all this kind of questions. Blocked, of course, no response going to different channels uh, from other people within the in the community who were doing videos at the time and discussing it from different channels but from what I could see nobody had pieced together what the way I had seen it unfold, nobody had pieced it together bit by bit so that was what my first video was, it was an attempt to try and piece it together and very similar to, to what you experienced I had no subscribers uh, I was just speaking into a little headset and I had no idea how to Do anything, no idea how to edit videos at all. So I was just going to talk against a black screen, but I decided to film the static on my TV and then use that as the background. And it was like some really memory heavy kind of video that I'd taken, some full HD video for like 30 minutes or something. Then I uploaded, obviously, that as the background with my audio over it where I just talked about Daddy Kate. And then again, it was like you, it was like overnight, it kind of went. I think it went to like 50 subscribers overnight, but it was like 50, 60 views, 50, 60, 70 views, you know, to start off with. So it has been quite a, quite an amazing uh, journey to get to, to where we are today, but a lot of that's been just because no one else is really talking about it, or at least no one else is talking about it um, who's still talking about it, you know? So... Maybe some of the criticism from the trolls is correct. Like, oh, you're just talking about this, blah, blah, blah. But I did worry that we were going to go down that road at one point. But so many new developments just kept continuing to happen the whole time. There's just there's so much gold. As I've said before, the Atwood Cow is still ripe for milking. There's a lot of milk to be had by the looks of things. And until Sean Atwood does the the business-like thing and shuts up and gets on with his own thing instead of trying to gaslight everybody there's always going to be milk coming out so um but yeah man it was a nice
0: little it was a nice little uh, shout out to all the milk is out there hell yeah <laughs> it's so sweet um, that milk <laughs> yeah man <laughs> um yeah it's been it's been fun man I, like you said there's been tons of headaches a lot of stress. Yeah. I remember I did one video, bro. I don't know if you remember it. One of my very first videos might have been my third, fourth video. And I had just worked like 14 hours. Like at that point in time, you know, I was like, holy crap. Dude, I was recording like 30 minute, 40 minute videos. And to me now I do like what? 10 hour podcasts. It's not a big deal. But when I did a 30 minute or 40 minute video, I was like, no one's going to listen to all this crap and i was pleasantly surprised that people would listen i you know i didn't expect it man and i you know when i i did one video where i had just worked like 14 hours and i come home and i just record it i'm dead ass tired and it was worth it man i i mean this was an active case then it still is an active case and a lot of a lot of stress a lot of uh, hair pulling I've got a bunch of more gray hairs nowadays and uh, but at the same time a lot of awesome relationships a lot of fun a lot of memorable moments many many memorable moments that I will never forget you know including and in some of those um, fortunately enough that were shared with you you know a couple of the times when we did live streams together and even daddy showed up <laughs> a, yeah, of, a, lot ear- times, a lot of good
1: times, a lot of good times early on. Uh, we showed up, didn't he? But he didn't come on. He didn't come on the mic. but those comments that he was putting
0: in the live chat. Yeah, there were great times when well, that touches back to, you know, it was around that time when we still weren't sure who Sean was, what, what was going on. You know we were still piecing together but i think in those live streams when we saw sean write what he wrote in the comments and there was people that didn't think that was sean there was a little bit of debate but then that was disproved by them attempting the the watermelon challenge um and things along those lines but when we saw you know sean talking about you rubbing loads out uh over him and cali that's when we really, really started to say, Holy shit, dude <laughs> Yeah, this, this is guy, not the guy this, this is not the suit and tie guy that uh, you know, drives next to you and says, uh, excuse me, sir, would you like some grey Poupon? No nah, man, this was another <laughs> just a wild ass careless dude. You know what yeah, I mean? And careless, that's when our perception
1: sleazy. completely changed, man. Careless, sleazy, extremely egotistical and unable to hide hide you know everyone's egotistical but keep it in check when you're trying to weather a scandal such as daddygate don't come on to someone's live stream and because at that point we're still relatively small in atwood's eyes he has slipped up a couple of times um in describing us quite favorably but he always backtracks i remember him saying like about my channel which certainly isn't a big channel but trying to say about me like oh there's still one big one left oh well I wouldn't call him big actually my right-hand person is gonna get them
0: stuck off YouTube soon so he he's saw all, a... he also said that he 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 found my content hilarious you know and oh I really enjoyed it but he crossed the line cross the line how yeah this Crossed the line with what yeah. by speaking the damn truth is that yeah, crossing the cross, line like, were we supposed to just control. apparently according to these characters we were we should have just sat back and let it let these nonsense continue and not say any damn thing and many people that originally jumped on the daddy gate exposure unfortunately have gone that path mm-hmm. and now are like oh how awesome is sean he is such a cool daddy yes you know and
1: Oh, they got an opportunity yeah, well. to speak to Sean Atwood and completely folded and went on his side and tidied up all their content, you know? Just yeah. uh, just sad. But, but back then when he was coming into those comments, with it being so memorable, with the kind of things he was saying, which were completely inappropriate to say about this at, at that point, and still this hasn't been taken back, a trafficked woman, you know, just to say like, oh, you just want to have a threesome with me and her, you're just jerking off over her and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He didn't think that that was going to get particularly much exposure because we're still we were still small in his eyes. Yeah. So I, even I think I only small. had
0: like 800 subs at the point at that point in time, man. When stuff like that happened, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't even a thousand. Six. So I think that's probably why he felt more emboldened. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, these guys ain't going nowhere. He's no one's he's not see going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, no one's going to so see, so see so this." Now. And yeah. unbeknownst to him, man, this really blew up, and then he started crying that we blew up over it. Yes. Well, you, should, you shouldn't have misjudged us. You know what I'm saying? You you completely underestimated us in, in reality. And it's just it's, it hasn't just been us. So let me clarify that. Hasn't been the Chancer and Wheezy show, even though everyone following Daddygate knows that it's the Chancer and Wheezy Daddygate show. <laughs> but credit has to be given where it's due. And... The biggest credit has been to everyone following yourself, following myself, uh, freaking feeding us information, telling us, look, here's this, here's that, helping us connect dots um, that quite frankly, there, there's been times where we would have never had any clue if it wasn't for you guys, uh, the listeners, the the viewers, you know, so you guys have been an instrumental piece to daddy gate. It's not just the chancer and and wheezy show when it comes to this. Um, And then there's been other people that have come up folks like true media. uh, And now, you know, lately we got uncle Bobby and Chris running their channel. And I think what we can take out of this and anyone listening out there that may have is probably thinking about making a channel, um, maybe doing their own thing. We, are living proof that you can you know uh, like we just stated we both didn't have any subscribers we we both didn't have any experience you just explained how you didn't even know how to edit videos and now the videos that you put out are extremely high quality you are an official damn youtuber and it came from pretty much from scratch you, we've been learning on the go, and so anyone listening out there that wants to start up their own channel, we are proof that you can do it. it yeah. At the end of the day, is how much discipline, how much, how much do you really want it? It's not just going to happen on its own. You got to put effort into it. And one way, one shoe, um, one way to get the shoe in the door, if you will, could be just that: downloading the videos and. You could even make commentary on the damn videos if you wanted to, and, and transform it into your own stuff. Do it! Help us spread it, and if that's a path you want to do, that that's a way in.
1: Yeah, don't worry about talking about this situation has affected everyone differently. Every single person in our audience, almost, I am almost certain, was a fan of Sean Atwood at one point. And, you know, there might be some people that hated him before, but I'm I'm thinking vast majority of people were fans of that. at one point, what's happened with Gate is viewed differently by everyone. It is made everyone feel differently at the time. Make videos about it. I love hearing like True Media's videos, for example, new content about Gate, Even though it's stuff that we all kind of know the situation, but another take on a situation is a new perspective. I love hearing it. And the way certainly my content is gone, and it probably speaking for you as well. When I say this, it's actually shaped and molded in our cases by the audience because they sort of coroll you or uh, cajole you into the direction that you go. You know what they like. You know what they. You tweak the material all the time. You tweak what you're doing all the time until you eventually end up. A year further down the road and you've you've got a, a different style than you had when you first started so as long as you keep making content and getting feedback from people on it like people are watching etc and bearing in mind our views were very low at the start as well that is just what happens you don't start off yeah. with thousands of views or hundreds of
0: views well, um, and, so- and you just you evolve with with the whole with the whole thing you know another thing is You're going to have haters. We have many haters still. And one important thing to remember is ignore it. Um, It's one thing for someone to be hateful and someone to give you constructive criticism. Um, I know I got a lot of flack early on for dropping F-bombs at at will. And I've tried over the last few months to try to curtail my, uh, (laughs) my profuse use of the f-bombs and that came amidst a lot of you know a lot of people pointing that out to me and at first i didn't want to listen to it i'm kind of hard-headed in that way but listening back to some of the content i was like man maybe there is a point so i need i had to cut back a lot Uh, but you're gonna get people criticizing you the biggest thing is put your head down and if you really want it go get after it Um, i never imagined you know i had my little podcast but i never imagined growing the way it did and in the short time that it did and it's been a fun ride man so anyone out there you know we're not the type to say oh yeah we we're gonna corner the market this is just our uh our little market no everyone everyone has a piece youtube is a large area the internet is a large area there's room for everyone no matter what other people may feel like or you know want to cancel or whatever that's not true there's plenty of room for everyone plenty of fish in the sea as they say
1: it's just very disappointing that you got stuck down the way you did
0: Uh, i think it
1: was just an abuse of the community guidelines rules that allowed that to happen and in this kind of little corner of youtube that we're in if you're going to be saying things that annoy people that can't handle it, then be prepared for your channel possibly getting terminated at some point. It's just an unfortunate reality of the matter. So don't tr- basically just try not to take th- take things too seriously. Is why I would say um, yeah. it's a good point about evolving, and I think we've evolved alongside the audience. But anyone that puts out a video about Daddy Gate. If you tell me about it, I'll watch it. Like I, I should definitely shout out doodle screw it and do it. A guy, fellow guy from Scotland, his content is just insane. Um, he's just Brett a, Gustav.
0: I, Can't forget about Brett Gustav. Brett Gustav, an, as well, yes. one. I'm trying he, to think of the other guys he, that, that are coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But th- th- tell me more about uh, the Mister Screwed. I honestly had no idea until you brought it up on your last video. Uh, who uh, this person just- was.
1: He's just uh he's just a head he's just a crazy headbanger, but I mean that in a good way. Um he's just a yeah. Scottish guy that rants about he kinda talks about the Darren G uh and Sean Atwood situation, he just rips into Darren G and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's uh, very uh, funny. We'll put a link down below to Doodle Screw it and do it's channel as well. Right. And Brett Gustav Um yeah. but the Doodle guy, um he's he's not serious at all but his stuff he's has some extremely uh extremely valid points about he just basically picks apart everything sean atwood's saying about a certain topic in a very very funny way the only thing he needs to do is sort his audio i, I have told him that it's like dude get your audio sorted in some videos some of it's fine but can we really hey, talk
0: he's, he's not out there complete or proclaiming he's a sound engineer is he no, he's not. No, <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to that guy. Hell yeah, well, I'll have to check it out, man. I honestly haven't seen it, but uh, based on your recommendation, I will, man. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I, I definitely recommend him. And it's just a, you know, it's just a startup channel using a phone to talking into the camera kind of thing. So it's. But that's as, how you, I started. We all man. start somewhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. I, I mentioned in you know one of the episodes where we did uh, give a little small tribute to uh, the late Jimmy Harris, but you know, when I did my interview with him, I had a piece of scotch tape on the camera of the laptop and I called him on Facebook Messenger. I was using a gaming headset and I had him on speakerphone and every time he spoke I had to shove the speaker end of the of the phone to the microphone of my headset. <laughs> yeah. That's as ghetto as you can get. But it's, it's that perseverance, man. You gotta, It is perseverance. You got to do with what you got, you know? Some wow.
1: advice I would definitely give to myself before. I would actually say, this might not be something that you agree with, but I would actually say, if you can do it, try and get all the... Not all the equipment, but try and get some good equipment already to start off with, so you've got a good sound to start off with, and
0: then everything else will just develop. But I definitely think a good sound to start I'm off with. More spontaneous, man. See, that's where yeah, we do differ, man. You're more regimental, uh, you're very organized, and you're by the book. You're you're very crafty, in other words. <laughs> 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 Me, on the other hand, I'm just I'm just spontaneous, man. That's just my spontaneous nature. I don't plan stuff, Spontaneous I just roll is with it, fine. and if, the only and if thing it
1: goes, it goes. I've noticed is that when you, if, you're, if your sound doesn't sound good, it can put people off listening yeah. or re- or coming back again, so as long as you've got good sound, people are going to listen. Just get a headset,
0: get a gaming headset. Yeah, exactly, that's get not, a headset that's not bad or something. At all. That's
1: a starter. So it's clear, so people can hear exactly what you're saying. That's it, exactly, 100%. You don't need yeah. to faff around to editing and stuff like that. That's and if your show different.
0: gets bigger, then see, my, my point of view, maybe coming from uh, more modest ends, I guess, is if you want to do it, just get after it. Go do it. Get you a cheap gaming headset. Um, there's, there's your way to do it. And as you get more experience, you get more practice. Um, there's tons of videos all over online that show you how to do this, how to edit that. Uh, inspirations for topics. All, there's tons of help out there. So yep. at the end of the day, is, how bad do you want it? Um, it's it's really up to you. Yeah, and, we've all uh, sat and watched those
1: editing videos like how the hell do you edit? You know, like how do I use this bloody editing software? What's the best editing software? Nobody can, nobody can answer that question well, if you try and search. Like what's the best editing software for making YouTube videos? In my opinion, it's Filmora X. Use that. Use Filmora. It's very easy to use but you can't find that answer you can't get a straight answer when you ask these questions uh, and again something like that might cost you seven bucks a month i think it's six six pounds 99 a month for filmora but it is worth putting these tiny little investments into things i personally think anyway so that you could put out a video that doesn't have a watermark on it or so that you can use you know canva for your images and stuff without having a watermark on it or you can get the nice quality stuff that might cost you a tenner a month Uh, I think it's worth doing I actually do think it's worth doing that but maybe only when you realise maybe once you've got 100 subs anyway you know maybe before that it's it's maybe not worth it but 100 subs it's a big audience you've got there 100 subs because especially when you're that small every one of your 100 subs is probably tuning in on every video and you're probably actually getting about 200 views a video as well it's just how it works when you're tiny if you're talking about something that people are interested in
0: yeah oh man it's been it's been awesome man the, the whole thing uh, again uh, ups and downs through the whole thing we we've been through some we're, we're pretty much battle hardened daddy gate veterans at this point in time I, I, w- <laughs> I would venture out to assume we um, are we, we had our hate
1: campaign we became hate figures for a while yeah. um, d- during the storm villains hot, man villains yeah, man we were we were villains. terrible
0: guys uh, how dare two friends have a secret conversation leak out (laughs) these secret conversations are only allowed if they're not recorded (laughs) recorded yep (laughs) then it's completely morally right in that in that events surfing Uh, that surfing that how dare you (laughs) 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 yeah man we we're probably the causes of global warming and all this other nonsense but
1: but it's a, yeah, it's an experience to have, you know. Like I said before, I'd recommend it uh, to anyone. You know, be the be the center of a hate mob for a while online. We've all seen them happen. You know how they work. You know they know that you know they die down after a couple of days. You know, doesn't feel like and, it at the time, but it's guaranteed to happen.
0: No, and a special shout out to Miss Joanna McQuaid. Uh, I I'll remember her forever. She's she's a awesome human being, but she was one of those people right after the hot ma- mic when everything felt like it was going down. Yeah. Uh, I was even seriously going, I was like, man, I'm going back to playing video games. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I really did, dude. That's what they <laughs> want. That's just what everyone wants. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, she she reached out and showed nothing but love and support. And for that, I'm I'm, I'm forever grateful. I'm, I'm, they may sound cheesy, but that's how i really feel so i wanted to give her a damn shout out as Definitely. well
1: yeah those those, uh, those positive comments during that time meant a hell of a lot they really did yeah it's wild wild times you learned you learned kind of what you're made of though uh, during these sort of incidents you learn what other people are made of as well during these incidents and it all turned pos- it all turned out to be positive as everything does
0: uh, learning well, experiences experience. man even even negative experiences can be learning experiences that's one of the, the hallmarks of successful people and when I mean successful people I'm not talking about being a billionaire and flying into the outer space not just people that, that get stuff done uh, you don't really when something negative happens you don't curl up into a ball cry the victim and game over no you pick yourself up and you reassess the situation make the necessary changes and, yeah, get on and you, do don't, it. you don't you don't self delete because
1: suddenly you got loads of dislikes on a video that's just well you can if you want and, but it's not going to work out very well for, for you if you do that um, yeah. because you'll have failed in your your mission for whatever it is you're on YouTube for for example like you just have to keep going people haters really bother people especially when you've got a small channel i know for a fact that people whose channels i watch who are small are you would ex- not expect them to be the kind of people that are bothered by haters at all but they are like oh look at this comment i got you know this kind of not they're not like getting sad about it or anything like that but you can tell it's bothering them and they're talking about it and they actually respond to it they take the effort to respond to it and think about how you can respond to it, of course but thinking about it afterwards that's something that you kind of need to just get rid of it now because you will eventually lose that feeling anyway you'll will you will stop caring about haters naturally so you may as well just stop caring about them now you know because you're gonna stop caring about them soon if you carry on on YouTube for example everybody gets yeah. haters every single channel has got haters on it
0: well what, what's the best remedy for that you just drink the Haterade, man. Exactly, yes.
1: <laughs> you make content you pop, out of it as well. You know, keeps you going. It fuels you.
0: Yes. We can all make some content with the Haterade Tears. Yeah, man. Anyone can make content. Just keep a mental note of that. We are closing in on our time for this podcast episode. Uh, we just touched briefly on... on the year in review, if you will. If you want a full detail that's hilarious, absolutely fun, I recommend you follow the Daddygate podcast on your favorite podcast player, whether that's Spotify, Amazon, Google, everywhere. Look for the Daddygate podcast. And we did a three-hour show that is on there. And it is absolutely hilarious. Uh, it's an A to Z Inspired by the late, great Mr. Poet Londoretti. And uh, yeah, just following along his lines, we, we did that. So that's definitely a three hour one if you guys are wanting more content. Uh, this is a quick one. We will definitely keep hammering away through the Daddy Gate podcast as long as uh, these guys keep slipping up and more content is available for us to cover also we have already we, we want to continue the show we do have uh, some. we want to have an Odyssey channel where we can actually discuss things in a little more freer setting uh, you know less censorship uh, actually no censorship uh, none of that stuff so we do have to keep these rated G if you will tame but Make sure you guys follow us on all those platforms if you guys enjoy the material. Where can people find you, Chancer?
1: Usual place would be, of course, here on my channel on YouTube, Chancer. On Odyssey, also Chancer. You can also get me now on brandyoutube.com. Thanks to Mohammed for lifting the upload limit there. Much appreciated. (laughs) Uh, so I'm also called Chancellor there and Chancellor Media on Twitter as well, but I still need to get back in touch with people regarding, uh, DMs, but, um, I do appreciate everyone who gets in touch over there, even though I despise Twitter. So yeah, those are all the places that you can get me.
0: (laughs) There you go. The Chancellor enthusiasts will find you. If you build it, they will come at the end of the day. Um, as far as me, you can find me on Twitter on What is Truth Pod. That is one Twitter. You can find me on Wheezy Truth at Twitter. And I still do live streams. I every now and then I see comments. Oh, it's so great to hear from you, Wheezy. I thought you were gone. No, I've still been here, brother or oh, sister. I just I've been doing the live streams on uh on Odyssey. And uh, I do get invited to do some YouTube live streams. So I may pop in here and there all over the place. I am the internet grasshopping uh, sensation, if you will. And (laughs) if you really want to know where I'm at or where the live stream for Saturday will be, which are still held at the same exact times as always, 4 p.m. Eastern U.S., 9 p.m. London lockdown time, sometime Sunday morning in kangaroo land, Uh, Same time, but if you want to know and keep up with that, please join the Facebook group, my Facebook group. Uh, If you join a group with like only a handful of crickets, that is not the What Is Truth podcast official group. Join the one that has we're scratching on about 200 uh, members in there, but every time I, I do a live stream and I know in advance, I'll make a post in the group. We have a lot of fun memes that we share a lot of good times, an awesome community. If you want to be a member of that, you could, you, uh, I'll put a link to the Facebook group there. Make sure you answer every question. And if we still have questions as to who you are, brother, brother, we will ask <laughs> for a voice note. So I, I need a voice verify with you. And it will be me voice verifying with you. Cause we, we want to keep it fun. We don't want to allow any of these cancel culture warriors in there within the ranks. So, that is the other avenue. And then, as always, my podcast, the What Is Truth podcast, is on your favorite podcast player of your choice. So while you're out there subscribing to the Gate podcast, make sure you subscribe to the What Is Truth podcast. Any last words, my man?
1: No, I'm just going to say, yeah. you should definitely follow us both on Twitter, and especially the What Is Truth pod channel on Twitter, because that's where you announce where you're going to be Having streams and stuff. So if you don't have Facebook, join on Twitter. And also, if you DM that account, you'll get a hold of Weezy <laughs> or me. So
0: spam Weezy. That's what Chancers yeah. said. And unlike Chancellor, I'll, I'll I'll return your DM within the year.
1: Yeah, so. unless you've got me answering. <laughs> in
0: which case, <laughs> yeah that that's a that's a good point. I better get better at that. But yeah, I'll announce the streams on. Uh, twitter whether i'm being invited as a guest on some youtube channel or if i'm being invited as a guest on my own channel on odyssey all that good stuff follow there much love to all you guys you guys make this show possible uh with contributions of your smiles and laughs and wonderful selves that made no sense but that's how we're gonna exit this show
1: Sounded good to me, to be honest with you. I feel, I feel, I feel the warmth coming through. Uh, I feel the love for the audience.
0: Ah, uh, going Derek on us, are you? All right, <laughs> not
1: that hard, but <laughs> we still, we still need to uh, figure out why that dildo is called Derek. <laughs>
0: uh, maybe, uh, maybe if we do some sniffing around. We may yes. find out. Oh well, you have you seen the dad and video? do <laughs> nah, man i had to check it out
1: send me uh, a link check it out he found uh, he found, uh found his neighbor's dildo uh, outside his house and had a sniff so
0: yeah. <laughs> that. i don't think i want to go that hardcore oh, I'll, say, I'll send you the video you'll like it copy that video hell yeah and just like that that was episode 13 of the daddy gate podcast thank you guys much love please share it Uploaded to your channels, your social medias, all that jazz. Yep. You guys help us out, and hugs and kisses to y'all. See you later, folks. Peace. All right, goddamn.